Hey, thanks for listening to this episode of Equipping Kingdom Kids. My name is Becky Fisher, and this is a podcast for both spirit-filled parents and kids ministers interested in raising a generation of boys and girls to walk in the supernatural power of God. This is episode number 21, Kids and the End Times. Do you believe kids will play any kind of a role in the end times or right before Jesus comes again? And does the Bible have anything to say about it one way or the other? Well, we'll let you make up your own mind as I share four familiar scripture passages with hidden prophetic meanings on this subject. But before we get started, be sure to hit the like button and subscribe to this channel because I post videos very similar to this every Friday about how to equip kingdom kids to walk in the supernatural power of God. The Bible is full of hidden prophetic gems about children. And the story of Jesus raising Jairus' daughter from the dead has been told so often that we've missed the prophetic significance of what was going on there. So scripture number one, with the hidden prophetic meaning, let's quickly recap. We know that Jairus' daughter had been sick and her dad went to get Jesus to pray for her. But before they arrived, she died. But when Jesus got there, he said, well, she's not dead, she's just sleeping. Well, everybody laughed hysterically, thinking he was a nut. They knew what a dead body looked like. Who was he trying to kid? But he shooed the mockers out of the house and took the parents and a handful of disciples into the room where the child was lying. And he took her by the hand and said, Little girl, rise up. And immediately she got up and started walking around. Great story, right? We love happy endings. But let's look a little deeper. This is actually a picture of the church today and their attitudes towards the spiritual potential of children. In the eyes of many, our children are spiritually dead, spiritually non-functioning, and they're often just put on the shelf till they get older before they're perceived to have any real spiritual value or contribution to the church. But Jesus is saying these children are not dead, they're just spiritually asleep. And all they need is for somebody to take them by the hand and bring them to life in the spirit. We see this time after time in every nation on earth. When parents, church leaders, and children's ministers take kids seriously and begin to train them and get them saved, filled with the Holy Spirit, teach them how to hear God's voice, heal the sick in Jesus' name, and so much more, they begin to rise up and walk in the power and authority that God gives to all believers. They do not have to wait till they grow up. God wants to use them now. Now, if you agree with this, then type yes, it's true, down in the comments below. Then hit the subscribe button. Now, also, this video is just a few minutes out of my teaching called A Scriptural Basis for Children's Ministry. And I'd like to tell you how to get a copy, so be listening to the end for details. It's part of my online School of Supernatural Children's Ministry, and I have that linked below. Now, here's a scripture number two of what the Bible says about kids in the last days. You know this scripture also by heart. You've heard it a thousand times. Malachi 4, 6. Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. And he will turn the hearts of the fathers to their children and the hearts of the children to their fathers. Otherwise, I will come and strike the land with a curse. Now, if there was ever a day we needed to hear a prophetic word like this to hang on to, this one about fathers gives us hope for today. 
fatherlessness has been a growing issue in recent generations, whether it's a father who's physically absent from the home or one who's just emotionally distant or hurtful. The lack of a father has left a noticeable mark on our society. The U.S. has the world's highest rate of children living in single-parent households, and the vast majority of them are without a father. The U.K. is next in line, then Russia, then Kenya, then Brazil, and Uganda. It's a worldwide issue. In the U.S.A., over half of the Native American families are single-parent homes. 65% of African-American families are in single-parent homes, and 40% of Hispanic and Latino families have only one parent in the home, and 40% of mixed races have absentee fathers. Now, I could spend an hour just reading off documented data of devastating effects of fatherlessness on our children, and ultimately the culture, but that's not our purpose right now. The thing to be pointed out is that God sees this and it matters to Him. And in the last days, He has promised to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the hearts of the children to the fathers. Now check this out. Some recent studies say that as many as 90% of millennial and generation X dads say that their parenting is the greatest joy in their life. At no other time in history have dads been as passionate and committed to the rearing of their young children as they are right now. But apparently, this is just in families where the dad is actually present and active. But that's still a good sign. So, is this a part of the prophetic sign of Malachi 4.6 coming to pass? I hope so, even if it's on a small scale. But we need many more of these kinds of fathers if the previous statistics I quoted are really true. Scripture number three. You know this one too. And most of us love to quote it. It's Joel 2.28 and repeat it again in Acts 2.17. It says, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and your daughters will prophesy. My entire life, I grew up hearing this verse and I knew that when the day came, that I heard children prophesying that Jesus had one foot in the door. Now I can show you historical documentation that children have actually been prophesying since the first century Christian church, but we've only begun learning about it in the past few years because basically no one was really paying attention. However, today it's increasingly normal. I've had reports of hundreds of children in our ministry all over the world that have received very accurate words of knowledge, words of wisdom, and prophetic words over the years. And so have many other children's ministries very similar to ours. It's happening in increasing numbers. So if this is a sign of the end times, then we are getting close to the second coming of Jesus. Are you training your children to hear God's voice? If so, then type, yes I am, in the comments below and give me a thumbs up, hit the like button. Scripture number four, and I have to say this might be my favorite one of all. It is also a familiar story of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem riding on an untamed donkey colt. But wait till I tell you the prophetic implications of this that you've probably never heard before. You'll remember that Jesus and his disciples were preparing for Passover, and he told them to go look for a colt on whom no man had ever ridden. 
He gave a word of knowledge that someone would challenge them, what are you doing with the colt? And they were to answer, the master has need of them when the disciples brought the colt to Jesus. Then they threw their coats on the back of the colt. Jesus got on it and rode it through the streets of Jerusalem. Now let's analyze this for a minute. I grew up in an area where there were lots of horses, mostly used on ranches to herd cattle. And what little I knew about horses is that if you take them to the livestock ring to be sold, the most valuable horses are those who are trained to run the livestock or to ride in rodeos, or if they have a valuable pedigree and are old enough to be broken and ridden. But in general, if you take an average little colt or a pony that's just been weaned, unless it has a super impressive pedigree, it has little marketable value. Jesus was saying, bring me a colt that has no value in the eyes of the world, one that nobody else wants and bring that one to me because the master has need of him. Now we can say that the little colt symbolized the children of today. Jesus was showing us that what the world sees as having little to no value, Jesus sees as highly valuable. He is still saying today, I need the kids in my end time army. They are important to the plan of God. When the disciples began to throw their coats or their mantles on the back of that untrained colt, it was symbolic of them throwing their mantles of the apostolic and prophetic and evangelistic teaching and, and their pastoral anointings on the children. They were saying, we see your potential and we're willing to invest our gifts and our time and our anointings in you to see to it that you fulfill your destiny. We'll cover you, is what they were saying in essence. By this action of riding the little colt through the streets of Jerusalem, Jesus fulfilled a prophecy in Zechariah 9.9, where it said, Rejoice greatly, O daughter of Zion. Behold, your king is coming to you lowly and riding on a donkey, even upon a colt, the foal of a donkey. See, Jesus is said to have ridden that colt into Jerusalem through the eastern gate. And according to Jewish tradition, they believe that when their anointed one or their Messiah returns, it will again be through the Eastern Gate. So this was a prophetic picture, not only of Zechariah's prophecy that was fulfilled, but also about when Jesus the Messiah will come back again to rule and reign here on earth. Therefore, we can look at this again and see that if we compare the children to that cult, they are going to play a strategic part in the last days and the second coming of Jesus. Let's take our kids seriously in the kingdom of God. Now I mentioned that what I just shared is a part of a larger teaching in my School of Supernatural Children's Ministry on what the Bible has to say about children. And if you like this, you'll love the rest of my session. If you're interested in having a copy, type down below in the comments, I would like a copy, and then, and this is the big then, email me at kidsinministry at yahoo.com and tell me which of these four scripture prophecies you liked the best. I will answer your emails because that's the only way I have of getting a hold of you. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll see you next time for Equipping Kingdom Kids.